Hey, what's up? This is TJP, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. great edition of the three count podcast presents now entering the ring i'm your host clifford red dog miller as always and i'm here to lead you on your expedition so let's go down our roster he is my longest running friend he's the one person wearing a broncos cap he's also lives in lincoln we also have been have been having so much fun talking with us a lot of different guests on this show. Also got to say, we are both veterans. We have both served our country. Yes, we have. And we are proud to say that because you know what? Only less than 1% do it. But give it up for the man himself, Lou, the franchise. Let's be honest here. It's the fro-growing, wrestling-knowing, soon-to-be father of four, and Lord knows we don't know need anymore, Lou, the franchise. Oh my God, man. I cannot believe this. So, and I'm glad that you said it like cleanly, like you didn't stutter or stammer over it. Now let's see if you can do that. We'll see if you can do that on a live show. So, the practice. With that being said though, this is now entering the ring and you can find this man attached to Fort Noxious. You can find this man attached to Pro Yard Production. You can find this man with honorary wear. That's right. His own design company. Give it up for the man himself, Matt Silks. Hey guys, thank you for having me, man. This is awesome. Bro. Love the shows. Oh man, I appreciate it so much, man. I appreciate that you, that, you know, like you said, you had told us like a couple times that you'd seen a couple of the episodes, man. So we're definitely hyped that you were able to, you know, carve some time out and come join us, man. Heck yeah, that's. Through all the time I'm doing stuff, like I normally just listen to stuff. Like I don't watch movies. Like me and the wife are always saying about how we just like formulate our own idea how the act's going on in the movie because like I'm constantly working and we're on one one computer. So thinking about putting another TV in so I can actually like start watching stuff as as I'm working here and there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So the question, man, yeah. I'm going to start this off with is who is Matt Silks? Oh man, Matt Silks. Uh, I've come from Lewistown. I want to say in 2011, I started training with uh, Rob Noxious, a guy that runs uh, Classic Championship Wrestling. He's been coming to Lewistown ever since then, since 2011. And it started by him coming up to train me and a big group of uh, backyard guys. There was like 30, 35, maybe 40 of us. And within maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks, I want to say there was maybe two or three of us left because Rob's intense when it comes to training, man. It's his life and he takes a hundred percent. And I will tell you one thing now it's you, you guys are saying about serving and stuff. I can only imagine what that's like, but like his, his stuff was like a boot camp, brother. I mean, like in the snow, legit in a pool barn, and we had Humble Hill that we had to run. It was at least a mile down and a mile up. So you didn't want to mess up in his ring. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I just, I you know, I'm from Lewistown, just a small town guy. I love professional wrestling. Always wanted to do it. Like I said, did the backyard stuff and that, like, grabbed attention for Lewistown. So whenever Rob and them guys came here, like, they knew that, like, it was a big place. It was a hot spot for wrestling. But, like. I don't think he knew it was like that 
because he was like, everything changes now. It's me and you, me and you, me and you forever. And it was basically, you know what I mean? I'm it's, it's just been awesome. I love pro wrestling, man. What can you say? Yeah, we, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. We've had Rob actually on the show and we've had a bunch of his students from Prince Shango, uh, Dorian Black. We've had, uh, geez, um, Bliss, Adrian Bliss was on our show, brother A.A. Ron. Uh, yeah, so we've, we've had a few of his students on and every time we've had an interview with those guys, man, it's been a blast. And uh, yeah, they're such a great team and I can't wait. I'm actually hyped and I've told Rob a couple times, like I'm going to be heading up your way because I definitely want to come through and just train up with you guys because it's, it's important. You know, you want to go to different schools and learn different things. Yes, yes, it's very important. It was, I can tell you, man, I working working that training like i like i hated it then because it's like oh my god like running 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 all the time but like i've never been so sharp like that was the sharpest i've ever been in my life like he had me tip top shape and it was like nothing was easy everything was fully intense working with that guy 100 percent. yeah yeah, I could definitely get that from him. And even with the interview, like we had we had a blast on in interview, but you could tell like he has an on off switch that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I can have a good time. But then if you're on my bad side, you're on my bad side. So mm. one thing yeah. about I need to know, man, is like, how did you get into the business, though? Not through actually, I uh, met Dylan Freimeyer and he's he does. I, I do believe he's doing some type of production stuff with AEW like right now. I know he's he does he does the sunny days thing for Southern Honor and I, I believe that's in Atlanta, Georgia. Um I met Dylan at a WWE house show, I believe it was a SmackDown show. And a lot of our guys like wanted to go. So we all went wearing like our backyard shirts that had like a logo on it. And I remember Dylan walking up to one of the guys that did security for us and was like, Hey man, you know, you guys are fed or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you know, Matt's the guy that, you know, kind of like talks to everybody. So he came up to talk to me and he's like, how many shows are you running? Like how, how frequent are you? I was like, man, I'm running every weekend. So like right away, he's like, Oh my God, like probably thinking either have the money or, or you're a backyarder. Well, he was right. I was a backyarder. So like uh, he ended up coming to like one of the shows that we had and was like, could you imagine what this would be like if it was legit and everything else? And I was like, well, hell yeah, man. Like, that's what I want. And lo and behold, I want to say we ended in October with the last one we did. And that was, man, that the backyard stuff was huge. It was so big for Lewistown. Whenever we started the pro stuff, it was just like, a complete different deal and that was my introduction to pro wrestling like i i went worked a couple shows for rob i think i did like a battle royal or something with rob and then from there on out like he started coming to lewistown now whenever i started training now this is like 10 years ago now so i know things are different now and i don't know how a lot of trainers are but you weren't booking anywhere else you weren't taking any other bookings anywhere else if you were a student of rob's and that was just like, you knew that you didn't even have to question it. I mean, I remember talking to Flex Wheeler one time and being like, oh man, it'd be awesome if we do a program, you know? And Rob's like, you know, you can't set your own matches up. Right. I was like, I can't. And he's like, no, that's not how it works. 
So like I ended up learning the hard way. I learned the hard way a lot of times working with Rob, but like <laughs> my main introduction into wrestling was hundred percent him and Dylan Freymeyer. I mean, Dylan, like Dylan taught me a lot of things, but Rob, like, man, uh, I could never repay a man for something like that. I mean, like a father figure, we bust, we butted heads. I mean, we've, we've, we've had some kind words. We've had some bad words, but I love that man like a father, man. He's a hell of a trainer. There's no one I would have rather trained under than him, like legitly. But doing like other shows, like I, I, we were supposed to do ACW things, stuff like that. And it, it didn't last long for me. I ended up getting out of the business. I want to say two, three years of like doing it like every week with him and those guys at Fort Noxious. So we had like, I believe two or three different locations for up here. We went from outside every week. And I'm talking if we were outside and we're in a pool barn, like set the ring up every single Sunday. Bump, 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 ass kick, ass kick, tear down, no complaints. And like, oh man, like I didn't understand it then, but I'm I'm so thankful that like he he did that stuff because I'm a, a very emotional guy. He knows that. And like he just, he was able to get the best out of me every time. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I owe everything getting into the business to Rob 100%. Understood. Understood. So I'm curious, man, like being a ring, I'm just, you said you've taken, you know, you're working a week after week. So what's been one of the worst bumps you've ever taken? Oh, man. No padding on the ring. No padding, just, just wood. Um, I think Mark Mast gave me like, a clothesline or something after a show and it was just on the boards and I'd taken like a bump earlier on just the boards himself. And I was like, well, that's not too bad. But with like, like, I don't know, like a lot of weight coming on you and taking that. Yeah. That was probably the worst one I ever had. Like I, let's just say my bathroom use was tore up pretty bad because of that one. But like, <laughs> other than that, I mean, I, because of doing that dumb backyard stuff, it was like, I took so many, stupid bumps like on rocks and and on like real heavy like concrete and stuff so like i'd taken some pretty bad ones but in the ring no like no padding just the boards that's 100 percent. that's that was the worst one 100 oh damn all right well let me uh let me hand this over yeah. to lou he's gonna ask you a few questions too matthew how are you good man how about yourself I'm good, good, good. My first question for you is, is what do you want to accomplish in 2021? Hmm. 2021. Um, I want to do the best I can to get as much, as much work as I can to build my, my business up on everywhere. I want to, I want to, I mean, I like doing t-shirts. I like doing designs for things, but like the end goal has always been secure spot in pro wrestling like you know what I mean like taking 100 bumps you know what I mean so I've been doing everything I can to make my business the best but over that though I would say 2021 is the year that I want to return to wrestling I want to take it as serious if not more serious than what I did when I first started I've lost I want to say 70 pounds in the last year so I've taken a lot of I've taken a lot of things in my mind because I also had some back issues and my knees and stuff. So like 
you know, getting back into it, just jumping back into it is, is something, but my main accomplishment is to be getting them bumps back in, you know, add some more bumps to the card. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to do the best I can to make other people, you know, look good. And that's like, to me, that's when I was trained, that's what you do. You, you make the other people look good. So yeah, I want to get my, my business good and I want to get back in the ring and be good. You know what I mean? Feel good. I got you. So we're going to keep on that kind of subject since you're getting back in the ring. What influence you, what influences you to get better each time that you get in there? Oh man. I've never, I've never gotten something like that. Um, I want to say just like this, the straight thing of like whenever I was a kid and wanting to become a professional wrestler, I can remember being in fifth grade and I had this teacher that was awesome. He was so great to me. And he was like, he's like, you got to think realistic. He's like, you write all these, you know, these essays about wanting to be a pro wrestler and everything like that. He's like, but do you really think that that's a fathomable thing? I mean, you're going to tear up your body and everything else. And you think you're really going to get anything out of it. And then like at that time, I'm not thinking everything like that. I do want to get out of it. I just want to wrestle because that's what the rock does. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's what really got me to get into it. But the, every time like stepping through the ropes and like performing itself is that's that crowd, man. Like with me being local and not, not having so many shows other places. I mean, I've wrestled a lot of different places in, in Pennsylvania, but Lewistown's big. And I, you know, the, the TRK thing that I have, the moniker, the name thing, when they chant that, man, that just that does something for me. I don't know. I, I think Triple H said it most, like best when they said about it, it's like shot. That is, man. That I love that shit. Um, but I also want to be better for the other guy that's in there. You know what I mean? Because it's only believable if both of you are doing the part that you need to do. It's not a one-man show by any means. And I think that, that's what I like most about it, to be honest. All right, so... What do you think is missing in wrestling nowadays? Oh man, I think I think selling, selling, and not and and I don't mean selling like guys need to sell. I mean it as like the way that it's selling, like the way that the way that things are being put across. Like I listen to a lot of people talk. I listen to I listen to the Cornet show. I listen to all these podcasts and hear these guys talk about like what's missing and, and you know you formulate your own opinion off of hearing what other people think but myself I believe that selling in general and how long it takes to draw out a match is that part is missing everything is so fast and like the, not that there's anything wrong with fast wrestling I, I enjoy that too like I seen Kenny Omega I was like oh my god like that is that still classified as pro wrestling because he was moving like it was like Benoit in his prime when he was working in Japan. You know what I mean? Like that, that stuff is the best part. And I feel like if it is done that way, they, they, they rush things. They, they how would, you know, when's the last time you've seen them almost get the 10 and a 10 count? You know what I mean? Like, think about like, I really enjoy when someone kicks out at one instead of waiting till, till two and a half you know what I mean just like every single time they go you know to pin but 
that and finishes. I think finishes should be protected. I mean, why, why else call them finishes if they're not going to be regarded as a finishing move? You know what I mean? I got you. All right. So my last question for you, and this is a, this is, this is about your brand. What do you yeah. want honorary wear to be in five years? In five years, I want to be pro wrestling tees. Uh, that's, I mean, that's, that's the way I, I want to have a group of wrestlers that trust us enough to keep coming back. And we do have a lot, we do have a lot of guys that come like we have uh, Nick Taylor second. We have, um, Oh, Williams, big one, Mr. Fantastic. I want, I want to build trust with these guys so that whenever they have things that they want to do, I want to be able to offer it all to them. I don't want to just be able to be the guy that makes the t-shirt. I want to be able to, if they want gear, I want to be able to get them gear. If they need this, that, or the other thing, any way I can help. Cause I also video edit and all that stuff. But with honorary wear, I want to Everybody asks about a shop and stuff. I don't care so much about a shop. I want, I want good clientele. I want a, a big amount of people that keep returning back because I know how much in demand merchandise is to promote yourself and stuff like that. And I love that stuff. So if anything, I, I want to see us, I want to see as successful as possible. You know what I mean? It would be awesome to have a group like, like pro wrestling tees has. I mean, that's such, such an awesome thing. Like how, hasn't more people like like made that just as big you know what I mean because it's it's really not that hard you know what I mean it's just as long as you as long as you really want to do it you can do it you know what I mean so I just want us to be as successful as as we can perfect all right well I'm gonna hand this back over to Cliff and let him do his thing thanks man yeah it's awesome you mentioned pro wrestling tees where you can buy all your three count podcast apparel so <laughs> anyway, we're going to keep this thing trucking, man. Cause obviously with honorary wear, that's, that is, that is your like bread and butter right now. Like you, like you said, you know, I've seen, I've seen the fantastic one. Will I've seen his, his stuff. It's, it's I, it's I, I'm going to say I'm jealous, man. It's I, <laughs> and then I've seen like all the designs that you've done for sick. And so, yeah, I, I have to say, man, your work is your, your work is top notch. Like, well, thank you. I feel like I, in, I feel like it should take you less than five years to be able to get to that part where you're up there with like pro wrestling tees or even like what a maneuver you're you're gonna be up that'd there. Be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that's that's the goal. That's the end result because I just like I said, I just want to spot in pro wrestling, you know what I mean? And that's it's not even about like the money aspect. It's like I, I just love I love every environment about it. I I just I love taking the first picture with the person and being like Hey, my, my, my brand, my company made this for this person in some way it draws eyeballs. You know what I mean? So that's, that's what I love about it. It's awesome. It is, man. So aside from that, man, my next question for you is what's been one of your favorite fan interactions? Interactions. You mean like with a, with another wrestler or like fan with me? It could be both. Let's do both. Why not? Okay. I would say my favorite interaction was meeting Stone Cold Steve Austin because he was, you know, the man whenever I was a kid. I'm 31 now, so I was probably nine, ten years old whenever he was in his prime. So, like, a lot of these things I was not allowed to watch at first, you know what I mean, being raised up the way I was. But I loved meeting him. He was such a cool guy. Like, 
so cool. Cut a promo on my buddy, like right in front of me. And it didn't even happen to me, but I was like, like the picture's cool. The video's cool of me shaking Steve's hand, but like the promo that he cut on my buddy, I thought that was awesome. That was like one of the best things ever. <laughs> and probably my favorite interaction that I've had with a fan is I have a mega fan that just ever since we started, like she's always been like a huge fan of mine this year for Christmas. Like I'm doing everything I can to start a new promotion here and, and, and PA, you know, so whenever we're starting to make the stuff, I got belts, I got like my logo and everything, you know what I mean? Like a Mark, you know? And, uh, whenever we got them, she was a huge fan of them. She wanted to come up and take pictures and, and I'm huge with special needs. I've worked with special needs my entire life and that's just awesome. And she has always been knocking on the door. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, what do you got new? So this Christmas we were able to get her a, like a replica of our, like our first championship and not like, not like anything light. Like we, we took, a lot of time like took some stuff from our company or like our company paid for it you know what I mean so like it was awesome to be able to give her something like that and like see how emotional she got like she has like probably 50 or 60 TRK shirts roughly and like she's happy about that stuff she posts that stuff every single day of the week man like here's me in my TRK shirt here's me in this that and the other thing showing her belt and stuff and like I love that. And that's, I think that goes a lot with the question Lou asked is, you know, like what, you know, what makes you want to be better? That stuff. Like seeing how, seeing how much it affects people because you remember how it affected you. And obviously that hooked you in. So whatever you're doing to hook the other person in, you know what I mean? is just as important, if not more important than what got you. So yeah, that would I would say that was the best fan interaction with me, being able to see her have something really cool like that, really special, and see her react the way that she did. It was awesome. Cool. That is awesome, man. That is definitely awesome. So I guess my next question for you, man, is what's some advice that you would give to up and coming wrestlers? Now I know you've been out the game for a little bit, but I'm sure mm-hmm. like you've watched enough to know like and know and understand like kind of what to expect. See. I say it every day of the week. I know nothing about anything. And I I try to keep it that way because, yeah, every day that I have been out of the ring, I have sat, watched, listened as much as I could do. Like I've learned, this may sound crazy, but I've learned more outside of the ring just by listening to to someone like, like Jim Cornette talk about how things were in the 80s now granted things aren't like that now that that way of approach is off it's not the same but the mystique of it like why you would sell for so long and and that entire thing like I there's just something about that I, re- I really enjoy I really enjoy that part of like of wrestling but like if I had any advice to give somebody it would be listen like just listen. Like I did a lot of stuff with my older brother. He's 10 years older than me. We've done a lot of things together. If I could change anything, it would have been the entire approach and do not be ignorant. Do not 
do not think that you are owed anything because you're not. And yeah, I've, I've had some pretty cool moments where I've had the house rocking and it was like the coolest thing ever. But like, obviously it wasn't just me there. You know what I mean? It was everybody else that was making me look good. And at the time that was really hard for me to see. I was very young at the time, but I would, I would tell them, listen, you know, do, do it the way that your coach tells you or your trainer tells you if they're telling you it and if they're upsetting you, then they're doing their job because I think that that keeps you tight. You know what I mean? And listen, man, just listen. That's what I would say. That man, that's awesome. So last but not last, well, not least, this is actually kind of my question. It really goes back to honorary wear as well is um, actually, I'm sorry. It doesn't actually have to deal with it. It's actually my fun question before we lead into our 10 count questions, which is what is the most useless talent that you have? Oh, useless talent that I have. Probably. Oh, man. I would say I could probably I could probably be a drummer if I really wanted to. But I don't I mean, I didn't I did in high school. I did all that stuff in school and everything. But I don't know. I'd say I would probably say that I'd probably say I mean, I hate lifting weights. Like, I absolutely hate lifting weights. I just can't get in that. My brother's a huge bodybuilder. So if anything, I mean, and I'm good at it. I'd probably say it'd be lifting weights. I just don't like lifting weights. You know what I mean? So, but I'm huge with the MMA thing. Like, I think that sparring is just like rep, repetition and lifting weights. If I'm not, you know, if I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But like, I really do. I, I get a better pump out of that than, and I do lifting weights, but yeah, I'd say that I'd say probably being a drummer is probably like the most use, useless thing that I could do, but like, I'm actually not that bad at it. So whatever, man, you can keep a beat. That's all that means. That's all yeah, I heard. And I enjoy it. You know, I like that <laughs> shit. Also, you talk about mixed martial arts. I'm very curious because Lou and I are very versed in that world. Do you have a favorite hold Do you like to try to go for? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I mean, that Kimura is like nuts, but I have, I have one that was taught, taught to me whenever I was really young. I want to probably say when I was 16. It's, it's, I forget what what it was called. I think it was called the lion killer or something. It basically your arms up against your head and dudes taking you into like a front face lock, but your arms there too. You hook your hands and you do a roll position and you're, I don't care. I mean, I've taken it a hundred times. I, I would say that's my, it's real effective. You get rolled up like that. You're done. You know what I mean? You're feeling for oxygen. You can't get it. It's like I, I like MMA. Like man. I think it's awesome. What's that? It's almost like a darts, but with the arm. It sounds like. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Mixed martial arts is awesome. Oh, yeah. It really is. We can talk, we can talk, you know, after the show, we can talk all MMA. Like, yeah, we can man. go, we can go days with mma <laughs> like, the thing, like the thing is like with names names and mma like i suck at you know what i mean like i i mainly remember all the guys that were that were big you know what i mean like i seen the thing going around about mcgregor being on the ground and like looking the way he was and everything 
I was like, yeah, you know, so what? He got knocked out or tapped out or whatever the hell happened. You know what I mean? But like, he's a box office name, man. You know what I mean? Regardless, he wins or loses, he's going to put asses in the seats. That's what it's about anyway. Not even just that. He's a household name. Everybody wants his gear. Hell yeah. Of course they do. How? I mean, like, look at look at the alcohol and stuff that he's putting out and stuff like that. Like, that's that's that probably probably was pretty good, too. I'm not going to lie. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's not too much of a drinker, but I, w- I will say one thing. I had I had a chance to try the uh, the rocks tequila at Christmas time. <laughs> oh, my. I haven't drank for like a hot minute. And let me tell you what, you, you don't, it don't take much. I, you sip that. I took it like a shot and uh, no, not again. Don't worry, Dwayne. We'll promote your stuff out. Terramana. Take it's a shot. In my fridge. Take a shot. Right. And going, I can smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, I've been, the last few bottles of tequila that I bought were Terramana. And yeah, they're in my, yeah, Dwayne. We promote your alcohol too, Terramana. Drink it up, because you know, it. It's oh yeah, oh yeah. So, with that being said, though, good sir, it is time to get to the best part of this show. That is the three count podcast, ten count questions, and here's how it works: We're gonna fire off ten questions at you, rapid. It's whatever's first thought comes to your mind. That's your answer. Are you ready to play the game? That's dope, man. Let's put on the imaginary timer. And here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Raw. Favorite color? Red. Family Guy or The Simpsons? Family Guy. Favorite number? Ten. It's a Friday night. What you doing? Smackdown. Bad, bad. Favorite X-Men? Wolverine. We were just talking. I was just talking about her. Hell yeah. Snickety, snickety. Oh, sugar, sugar, sugar. Wolverine. Someone out there is going to catch that reference. <laughs> <laughs> Batman or Superman? Superman. Favorite podcast? The Three Count Podcast. That's what I'm talking hey. about. <laughs> Nominate one person that you want to see on this show. Oh, man. Nominate one person. Mr. Ping. Bet. And then last but not least, favorite curse word? Fuck. That's right. Yes. (laughs) Only word that needs to be said around. Fucking best word in the world. That's right. (laughs) Fucking, fucking awesome. Tell people all the time. I was like, and I I need to start getting paid because every single episode I've been promoting this damn video. If you haven't seen the history of the F word on YouTube, go check it out. (laughs) Yeah, right. They should be, they should should be most definitely taking care of you what that's nicholas cage isn't it yeah i think that's who no no yeah i think so maybe it's been yeah, a while since i've actually seen who actually made that video but yeah i think i think i've seen it probably uh, close to three four thousand times it's just it's funny every time i watch it yeah there's yeah that one i just seen one that was up that was put on netflix that's evolution i like awesome curse words and i was like you know what that's that's something really different to make very different to make that. All right, so with that being said, Mr. Silks, let our viewers and our listeners know where they can find you. Awesome. Facebook, you can look my look up myself, Matt Silks. 
or you can go to our Facebook page for honorary wear. That is Facebook slash honorary wear. And um, yeah, you can send me messages. You know what I mean? Wrestlers, non-wrestlers, fans need something. Holler at me. I'll do my best I can. Custom, anything you need. That's well, with that being said, this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, here with Lou, the franchise. And like I said, this is Now Entering the Ring with Matt Silks. So you guys know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there or just wait and just listen to the next episode because it's coming on right after this one. Peace. Thanks. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to YouTube.com, give subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the 3Count Podcast, and in there, you can leave us a message, and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys, and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me, the 3Count Podcast also has merchandise. Oh! At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the 3Count Pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.